Welcome back to another episode of Top Dogs. It is March. It is Big East tournament season. And I'm joined by Jared Kotler of the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast to break down and preview the Big East tournament. If you want a season recap for the UConn Huskies, Jared and I recorded a podcast over on his feed. You can find that. I'll put a link in the description. Uh, so make sure you go and check that out. We had a good conversation. I'll tell you who the MVP of UConn was this past season. You probably can figure out who I think it would end up being. But anyways, Jared, what's going on, man? Thanks for being here. Hey, Rob. Th- thanks for having me on. Uh, really excited to head to MSG this week. I- I'm counting down days. Can't wait to hop on that train and, and be, in- be in New York City. So I, it's been a long time since I've taken the train from Connecticut to a Big East tournament game. What are you expecting it to be like on the Metro North? Is it going to be all UConn fans? Or are we going to be popping uh, popping Bud Lights on there? Is it going to be people yeah. shotgunning or ripping shots of hot sauce? What uh, What is that experience? For, for the people that are listening that have never been on that train in that moment, what is that experience like? Oh, it, it's going to be be chaos. I mean, the fact that you get the late night games here too, throwing it at 930. I, I mean, you're getting a crowd that, that, that's going to be rowdy. That, that train is going to be fun. I, I mean, now throw in that everyone's making connections uh, on social media. Uh, everyone's ready to just top in together and, and be all in on this ride. So I, I think it's going to be a blast. So I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm going to have a credential. Uh, I don't know if, if John Paul, Kett, if you're listening to this from the Big East, I, I, I'm going to be the most professional person there. Uh, <laughs> earmuffs, John. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find UConn fans to hang out with uh, while the game is on. So please tweet at me and yeah. let me know where I need to go to be able to to watch the game, to be able to yell my head off and cuss without getting kicked out of press. <laughs> so anyway, um, let, let's start. Let's just start big picture um, with how this this bracket shakes up. Are you are you happy to be the three seed? Did you want the four seed? Were you hoping to get Providence in the semifinals? Did you want to dodge Villanova in the semifinals potentially? You know, I, I think that that Seton Hall matchup um, potentially in the quarterfinals is not necessarily the most ideal one. I think that that's probably yeah. the toughest matchup uh, in terms of just like the way that the team plays. So what, what do you think about the way that the bracket shook out? Are you happy with it? I I've got mixed feelings there are parts of the bracket that I like, uh, with, with how it, how it shook out and parts that I don't like the, I'll start with the part I like, and that's nine 30 game. I, I think that's everything that, that UConn fans wanted nine 30 at the garden. It's going to be crazy on the flip side. I did want to avoid Villanova as much as you could. I, I know if you want to win the title, you're probably going to have to beat them anyways. Uh, but I, I thought if you could be opposite them and, and deal with possibly a, a Providence in the semifinals uh, in Marquette in the first round, I, I thought that would have been a, a bit of an easier path. Seton Hall, I, I know UConn's played them them tough in both games. They, they split with them, but the, they're hot right now. They, they've been playing some good basketball. I think finally starting to catch up to, to playing without Bryce Aiken and are starting to get in a little bit of a rhythm. Uh, we, we saw what Kadari Richmond did to UConn the first time they, they played him, and that, that's always going to be in the back of my mind uh, Thursday night. But at the end of the day, I'm just excited to be back in the garden. Give us whoever give us whoever you want. I, I'm confident in this team and excited to see a matchup uh, against whoever. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. Like, it's you know, you can nitpick some of the stuff, but then at the yeah. end of the day, it's like, look, the garden's going to be packed. UConn is playing in their third home gym. And uh, like, what else, like, what else do you want? That's all I want is to be able to watch UConn in the garden with a bunch of drunk people from Connecticut. That's all I want (laughs) in the entire world. And you're going to get that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But here, so here's my take and tell me what you think about this. I'm actually kind of happy that, that UConn drew a potential matchup with Villanova in the semis, because in, in my ideal script, right. If I was going to draw this up as a movie, 
I would want to knock off Villanova in the semis and then go and play Providence in the title game for all of the marbles for biggie supremacy, you know? And um, I, I just, with the way that it feels like that, that rivalry has kind of ratcheted up this year. Am, am I crazy? Oh, there? no, a hundred percent. I mean, you've got UConn fans chirping at Providence for trying to dodge UConn and not get that game <laughs> back on the books. You, you've got UConn fans, you know, screaming at Providence about how lucky they are. And Providence has been throwing it back at, at UConn. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's been fun. And, and I think that matchup is one that everyone's been waiting for. I mean, that first matchup, everyone wanted to see Watson against Sonogo. You didn't get that. Um, you didn't get a healthy team. I mean, it, it was Tyrese Martin's first game back. I think if you get that matchup in the in the finals, it almost has a movie-like feel to it. If that's how it ends up being Saturday night in the Garden, UConn Providence. Yeah, I mean that's if you're gonna if you're gonna write the script for how UConn wins the Big East tournament this year, I think that's what that's what everybody would want. And look, I'll tell you this much: I have a whole new level of respect for the insanity of Providence fans. They're yes. out of their minds, man. And look, it's it's I I know I know like as a UConn fan, you're supposed to hate them. It's supposed to it's supposed to want all the bad things happen to happen to Providence. But one, I am kind of happy that Ed Cooley got a bit like if someone's going to get the big East regular season title this year, I just didn't want it to be Villanova. And if yeah, it's going to be no. someone it might, Ed Cooley might be the nicest man on the planet. So good. Yeah, no, he's a good guy Two, like Providence fit. Like those, that fan base is insane, man. There's, yeah. there's, there's 4,200 people at the school and th- they get 3000 students for every game. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. I, I've never actually been to a game uh, in Providence, and, and I was hoping to get to the one this year for, for UConn. Well, Providence. So you know the- why? You know why you've never been to the game in Providence? Because you don't want to go to to basketball games where you have to bring an umbrella to avoid the rain. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't don't want to get dripped on there. <laughs> uh, all right. So how do you how do you see this playing out? Like, it, it, give me, give me, give me some picks. Give me some projections. Like, the, what do you think the chances are for UConn to end up winning this? It's, I mean, to me, it, it all comes down if they get, you know, as long as they make it to that semifinal game against Villanova, I think probably whoever wins that game, I think wins the Big East tournament. I, I mean, you, you've seen what Villanova has done to Providence in the two matchups against them. So if you get Villanova Providence there, you know, I, I think Villanova wins. And I think UConn has been looking for this. And, and I saw this stat the other day that someone put out that in, in revenge games where UConn's lost the first one, Hurley was undefeated this year until the Creighton game. So, you know, he, he wants that, that Providence matchup too, again, yeah, he does. Um, so I, I don't know if you had to put that, what is that? Maybe like a, a 35, 40% chance that they could win the whole thing. I think I saw that based on the Ken Palm probabilities, it was like 65% that, that UConn or Villanova wins this whole thing. Um, and that's, I mean, it's it, similar to what the odds are at bet rivers right now. The odds are Villanova is the favorite at plus one fifty, So 1.5 to one. Uh, and UConn is plus 300. So they're the second most likely team to win it at three to one odds. And Providence is the number one seed. Uh, they are the third favorite at five to one, uh, which, which makes sense. It sounds about yeah. right for what the line should be based off of like the, the efficiencies and the metrics and, and the ways that you kind of go about evaluating these things. Yeah, agreed. And it, it is March. So there, there is always the chance that, that one of these Big East teams goes on a fluky run. I mean, we saw last year w- with Georgetown. Do you have someone... That, that could be the, the Georgetown of this year's Big East tournament. Yeah, I, I think I think DePaul. Yeah, I really, do. Like, I, I, I really been, like this DePaul team. They've, they've been playing really well of late. They have shot makers. Jalen Coleman lands is a difference maker. 
Uh, they got a big guy inside that could block some shots and like they're athletic as hell. When you're athletic as hell and you got shot makers to me, that's, that's what you be. That's what Providence was last season. Uh, Providence Georgetown was last season. Yeah. Like you could easily see Javon Freeman Liberty just, just going off and, and knocking some shots to, to knock someone out there and, and go on a bit of a run. It's going to be a fun bracket though. All right. Give me uh Let's do this. What what is the outside of UConn, right? Take away any UConn game. What is the one game that you want to see out of this Big East tournament? Like if you you're going to every single game, which is the one where he's like, okay, I have to be in the gym when that game is playing. Yeah. Um, you know, I I, I think I'll, I'll give you two that I that, that come to mind. I think if you get Villanova, St. John's, you, you get them in the garden. I, I think that's gonna be some mayhem and, and that's a nice appetizer for, for UConn Seton Hall there. Um, so so that one's there. I know they haven't played it as well lately, but if you get Xavier Providence Thursday at noon, I, I know that Thursday at noon game is always tricky for the one seed. If you get a Xavier team that's, I mean, beyond desperate at, at this point, I think that game could be really interesting. Yeah, I, that's what mine was going to be with Xavier Providence for a couple of reasons. One, uh, Xavier is way too talented to be the eight seed in this year's Big East tournament. Yeah. Right? They have they have the body. They they if I think if you were to line them up position by position and say, okay, who do you want? Paul Scruggs or Jared Bynum? You're probably going to go with Paul Scruggs. And you went all the way down the line, assuming Nate Johnson is back. Um, you went all the way down the line. I think Xavier probably has the personnel matchups that win most of those battles. The, yeah. And so I think it would be very interesting to see what would happen when, when they go up against Providence. And two, Providence fans are going to show out for a noon game on a Thursday, right? They're, yeah. they're going to be there, which means that it's not going to be like one of the concerns about playing um on a thursday afternoon in the garden is it might be empty you might not have a full gym it might be you might not have the atmosphere uh providence fans are going to be there there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to gobble up every single ticket that they possibly can it'll be loud save your fans travel well too so uh, i think that is the benefit as well you're you're going to get a weird matchup at a weird time that will be a good atmosphere right yeah like if you looked at it i I think xavier they, they were picked top four in the big east you know in the preseason there you're looking at a matchup there that could easily have been a semifinal game. Yep. So what do you what do you think the chances are that St. John's is able to make a run? I mean, you're playing in your home arena, right? You have two of maybe what like the the eight or ten best players in the conference on your roster. Yeah. Um, is is this team dead to you, or do you think that because look, if if they're going to make a run out of that region, uh, you yeah. want to be matched up on the teams where you can have Posh Alexander take away Colin Gillespie, and you can have Posh Alexander take away RJ Cole. Like I think that they have all things considered a pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty good way to the, the bracket kind of shook out for. Yeah, I, I think it did. Um, I always like to look at teams and how hot they are uh, coming into these conference tournaments in them losing three out of four does give them, give a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth in, in terms of, I think both, I think two out of the three losses or sorry, one of the three were at home and that was to Creighton, um, but losing to Paul, losing to Marquette on the road. I mean, the Marquette one's a little tougher, but I mean, we saw them dismantle a, a Xavier team that was in desperate need of a win too at home. Uh, I, I think that one was at Carneseca, but yeah, I mean, you, you get DePaul, I think for Mike Anderson, it, it'd be tough to lose to DePaul twice in pretty much two weeks and uh, get knocked out of the Big East tournament that way. So I mean, we, we've seen what the St. John's team can do at, at, at times. And I think that Villanova game could be interesting if they can make it there. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. So look, this is a UConn podcast, right? Let's talk about the Huskies. Um, Let's do it. What 
what needs to happen? All right. What is, what is the one thing that you think needs to happen for UConn to, to go and win this big East tournament title? I'll go away from, from the obvious in terms of the, the main guys that, that people tend to think of. I've noticed that when UConn's played better, they've gotten bench production. And if Tyler Polly can step up, knock some shots down, he, he's my X factor for, for this week. If he's making shots, I, I think it, it just, it's a whole different UConn team. And if Jordan Hawkins is back from his concussion protocol, what, what he can add out there, even, even a guy like Jalen Gaffney's looked a lot better of, of late when he's come off the bench. So if you can get some bench production, I really think that bodes well for this team. And that's what I'm looking to see if they could do out of MSG. I think, you know, what you're going to get out of RJ Cole, out of Adama Sanogo, out of Tyrese Martin. I think it's those other guys that, that, you know, as we talked about it in my season wrap up uh, on my channel, make the difference between this team being really good. Yep. I, I, I agree with that. You know, I, we've, I've said it over and over again, Tyler Polly needs to be able to, uh, make shots Jordan Hawkins too to be able to, to keep defensive defenses honest so they can't just yeah. collapse on RJ and collapse on Adama and, and you're you, that that's the way that you create space to allow your two most effective offensive weapons to to go to work uh, for me I I've, I've said it all year long I think the heart and soul of this UConn team is Tyrese Martin I think the guy that makes them play the way that they need to play to be their best is Tyrese Martin. He is the, the, we talked about on your show uh, yeah. when he's banging his chest and when he's talking shit to the fans and when he's doing like the three goggles and, and <laughs> you know, when, when he's going full Tyrese, I think that's when UConn's at their best because the rest of the team feeds off of that energy and they need to play with energy because like they're not the most skilled team. Uh, the way that they win games are, are by taking advantage of their physical tools, by using Adama's size inside, by getting to the offensive glass, by forcing turnovers, blah, 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 all that. Uh, so I think that it's it's Tyrese that ends up being the guy. And I'm confident in him finding a way to make this happen because, Jared, we talked about this on your show, he wasn't named Big East, even honorable mention all yeah. week. Yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, he, I feel like Tyrese, the guy who's going to 100, he already plays with a chip on his shoulder. Throw, throw that in, and I think you're going to get a really fired up Tyrese Martin. In it. And I've been saying this since he joined the team last year. I feel like he's a guy that UConn, teams have really missed and they, they haven't had a a guy like Tyrese Martin you know when they were in the AAC I mean you just look back at some of those matchups they had where I feel like a team like Cincinnati used to come in and push UConn around I feel like Tyrese Martin is a, is a guy who doesn't let anybody push his team around like he's gonna go out there he's gonna be a bruiser like if he's gotta knock someone on his ass he'll do it and, and I think as you mentioned there he's gonna be a big big piece heading into MSG especially with that uh, little bit of extra motivation. We, we saw what Sonogo did this year when, when he wasn't named to uh, all Big East teams. Uh, it seems like uh, they just feed right off that. Yeah, uh, I think I don't have uh, the, I don't have a line at Bet Rivers for who I think will be the Big East tournament MVP, but I don't think it's crazy to say that if UConn wins the Big East tournament, I think Tyrese Martin is going to end up being the Big East tournament MVP. Just, just wait, man, like that dude. <laughs> He's going to, he's going to come out with a point to, I, I know that that team knows that he, he was left off that honorable mention team. I know how pissed they were when James Booknight was not preseason first team, all big. East. Yeah. And I know how upset they were when Dama Sonoga was not preseason first team, all big East and uh, not having Tyrese Martin, Martin on one of those. Honestly, it might be the best thing that could have happened. Oh, <laughs> agree. Agree. A hundred percent. Like, a, yeah, I, I feel bad for Tyrese. He didn't get the shout out there, but I, I think everyone knows 
he deserves to be on it. It seems like it's been a pretty universal reaction that, that he's a guy who, who deserved to be on that list. And now he's got some extra motivation, which is always great. Yep. All right. A couple more key things before we get out of here, I think, for the, the, the tournament this year. Um, one is going to end up being, uh, I think, Adama has to stay out of foul trouble. I think that's going to be yes. enormous for them. Um, and two is RJ Cole's got to find a way to be able to get going. Like he's got to be able to, um, to knock down shots. He's got to be able to get to his left hand. He's got to, you got to avoid the situations where he can kind of get overwhelmed with defensive length. You know, I, that that's the one thing that worries me about Seton Hall. They got, they have all of those six, five, six, six long athletic yeah. dudes. Yeah, no, I, I think those are all great points there. I mean, we, we saw RJ struggle a little bit on, on senior day. So I'm hoping he's got you know, a little extra motivation to coming out there to, to prove himself uh, after, after not having the best performance there. And I think you're spot on with, with Sonogo and foul trouble. We've seen the games where he gets two early fouls by like the, you know, under 12, you know, media timeout in that, in that first half. And this team goes in a completely different direction. You saw it on the road at Xavier. You saw it on the road at, at Villanova. Yeah. I, I think you're spot on there in terms of those points there. And I think what's key for this UConn team, especially when you get to these tournament games where it's one and done, they really have to value every single possession there. We've seen this team, and I know you've talked about it on Top Dogs before, make some dumb plays on fast break, you know, some stupid turnovers that are easily preventable. Those are things I, I'm looking to see them tighten up a little bit when these possessions become so valuable. I mean, you're in a game against Villanova in the semifinals. You really got to value the ball. Yeah, you can't can't beat yourself. And I think yeah. what we've seen out of UConn is uh, – when they are not their best, when they're playing some of these close games, they beat themselves. They, they have an opportunity to turn a four-point lead into a 10-point lead, and it goes nowhere because they make three dumb turnovers in a row. We kind of saw it a little bit. like the, that, that one, I don't know if it's PTSD or whatever, but like the, that, that, that stretch right after they cut the, the lead to 37 to 36 at Creighton, right? Yeah. They just, I think it was a, an, an 18 to three run that they had gone on. They cut a 16-point lead to one. And then it was turnover, turnover, yeah. bad shot, right? Back to back to back on three straight possessions. All of a sudden it was a five-point lead and all that momentum is gone. So yeah. you have you have to avoid those moments. And if you can avoid those moments, then UConn's got a shot. Because look, when they're playing their best, they can beat Auburn and they can beat Villanova. And if you could beat Auburn and Villanova, you could beat anybody in college basketball. Agreed, agreed, yeah. Well, listen, Jared, this has been fun. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on, previewing the Thanks Big East tournament. Me. I'm ready to go on Thursday. Make sure you go check out his channel uh, and his podcast feed. It is the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. I'll put a link down in the description. Uh, we talked about a big, uh, a full wrap-up for the UConn Huskies.